Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Such a madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and today I am joined by a ton of people. But before we get to that, I'm going to introduce one of the voices that you know very, very well. He is my friend to the north of me, the one, the only, the great Mr. Mike, what's up, buddy? Not much, man. Uh, doing good. Uh, enjoying the kind of getting that full weather around here. I know you're getting a little bit of that cool chill in the air. It's not as hot and humid as it's been. Um, but we got all the fall decorations up the other day. Laura and I kind of decorating the house, getting ready for fall, and uh, you know, having a good time. It's uh, that time of year where it's kind of you know a little chill out and a little brisk, and it's nice. It's nice. It's good. Uh, work's been good, and um, I'm looking forward to tonight's show. Those last two days of like Friday, Saturday here where it got like 62 degrees at night were perfect. I lit the grill. I made steaks one night, ribs the other. We got in the hot tub. We watched football outside. Like it was like the perfect weekend ever. And then I turned around today and it was 87 degrees. Um, so, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. We gave you a little reprieve, but uh, but not long. But actually, Mike, I'm heading down to, as we record this, I'm heading down to Florida in two days because I am back down to do uh, HHN and Howl Scream again with my lovely daughter Riley. So I'm ready for the heat. And actually, it's supposed to rain, Mike, at the event while I'm there. So, uh, you know, we lucked out during the Universal Lease trip, but I think I've finally cashed in enough lucky tokens. I think the rain's going to come. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're usually, when Justin plans an event, you can pretty much guarantee rain in the forecast. So we did get really lucky, dodged that bullet during the last trip. So, uh, yeah, it's probably in the cards you get a little bit of uh, rain here and there. But you have a fantastic, beautiful looking poncho you can wear. So I'm looking forward to you styling that in the parks. My that poncho is so good that my uh, ankles won't even get wet. That's how that's how great that poncho is. So, uh, but speaking of some people who were with us down that way, I want to say hello because today we are bringing on some of the people who run our amazing DDP today Sorcerers running team, uh, and we are going to get into all the details on Marathon Weekend. And we are going to talk running for a purpose, and we are going to preview Marathon Weekend 2024. So let me go around the table. And say hello to all of our friends. I'm going to start with our friend. You've heard his voice quite a few times. He's the one. He's the only. He's the host of Hometown Kingdom, the great John Castano. What's up, buddy? Hello. How are you? Today was the last day of rain, so I am doing very good because the rest of the week is no rain up here. And uh, it's been very wet and disgusting. So, Is it starting to cool down up there? Because you're all the way up in Rhode Island. Yes. And, last uh, week was uh, last week. It finally cooled down. And then it just rained all weekend into today. And now we're like going high 60s into the 70s for the rest of the week. So it should be good. Well, at least you don't have a job that keeps you outside, you know, in the the elements or anything. No, not at all. I wasn't like, you know, just walking around in it for eight hours. So not at all. (laughs) Well, it's good to have you. We're going to get some fun details uh, here pretty soon. Let me say hello, of course, to my buddy, the great Mr. Anker Agawal, the guy I drive crazy with all of my medical questions. It doesn't matter what time of the night it is. He gets a text or a call. Well, 
you know, at least I'm getting paid for it. Wait, I'm not. Oh, well. (laughs) It's good to see you, brother. I'm excited, man, to get into some marathon weekend stuff. We're going to have a blast. And uh, it was so much fun, man, hanging down at uh, Universal Unleashed Nights of Fear event. Oh, that trip is amazing. Anybody who's never come to it needs to come. And I'm looking forward to talking about something a little different than how we can scream and scare Jacob and listen to all of his obscenities. I absolutely love it. I am going to go way up north to my favorite Canadian on the planet. Uh, he doesn't know he gets that uh, that uh, medal, but he does. And that is the great Kyle McCammon. Uh, brother, also, so good to see you guys down at Universal Unleashed. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us on. And hello, everybody. That was an amazing trip. <laughs> we had a good time. Uh, Shan wanted to say hey to everybody. And Anker, she's looking forward to riding more rides with you in 2024. <laughs> oh, boy. We had a good time. <laughs> I uh, I tell you what, man, that's that's become like in, uh, it's funny because when people do a DDP trip, uh, John, you know what? I'm going to bring you in because because of scheduling, you guys couldn't make it down. But you guys mm-hmm. have done past DDP trips, quite a few of them. Yep. What's that feel like watching from afar? Is that tough? Yes, and this one was awful because Halloween is like my favorite time of the year. And unfortunately, Sarah is the biggest scaredy cat when it comes to anything. Like I can't even get her to – like we went into – we go up to Salem every year and they have a wax museum. And she's scared that the fake wax figures might jump out at her. She won't even go in those things with me. So it's – it's this was a tough one. And then Sarah, you know, she talks – it was texting people down there and she was just – she made it worse – for me just seeing pictures she made it worse uh well i tell you it's I, look i saw house of wax that's a creepy movie man i saw uh, i saw what happened to paris hilton in that movie um and it's it's scary uh well hey let's get into the topic because we do have a very special topic of course we've announced it many many times our ddp today sorcerers running team has partnered with Basecamp to raise some money uh, for these kids and for these families, Basecamp, an amazing charity that provides an awesome service to kids fighting cancer, battling cancer for just a split second where they can take a breath and those families can have a bit of a break and they can just be kids. And Basecamp takes care of things like Friday nights there where the parents can go out. They do second wishes. They do all kinds of great stuff. So if you've not looked into it, please look into Basecamp. Click that link below uh, because for the next couple months, we're going to be raising a ton of money. And also we have some very, very cool stuff coming up. Uh, that we will be announcing opportunities for you to be a part of shows, uh, opportunities for some live events. Um, so really looking forward to those. We'll be announcing those coming up really, really soon, how you can get involved with Basecamp with DDP today. But it all revolves around Marathon Weekend. And Marathon Weekend is such a crucial part, not only for this podcast, but also for the family that's built around it, that we are excited to have these guys on. Because here is the problem, and Mike, I know you feel the same exact way. People might not know this about Mike and I, because we do look at, we're not runners. We're really not like we, we, uh, we, you know, we've never trained. I, I mean, I think I'm speaking on behalf of you. We've never trained for a full marathon before. We've never trained for a half marathon before for us. Marathon weekend is more of a hangout and we don't really know where to get started. I think that's Mike where a lot of people get, you know, kind of the anxiousness about becoming one, a part of the DDP sorcerers, uh, but also just joining in at marathon weekend. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, I do get my little bit of exercise. I can't say I'm completely lazy when it comes to not trying to take part in, you know, going to the gym and lift weights. But I've never trained for a marathon for sure. I think the one and only marathon that I've ever done was the 5K over on the the DDP cruise that we did, uh, you know, around Castaway. And that was pretty much just kind of walking it. And, you know, obviously I didn't train for that. Uh, I jogged through it a little bit. Um, with my job, I get stuck doing mandatory, you know, training and stuff. So I probably should get on the bandwagon of training for a marathon sooner or later, especially because it's for a good cause so if there's anything that you got to get motivated to do something for in a great light this would definitely be one of those things you should consider um if you haven't done it before this is a good reason to uh get your you know feet wet so to speak yeah and that's what this episode's going to be about this episode's going to be about getting you guys off the couch taking that first step answering those questions and look mike and i as much as we love talking to you we're not the experts we can't help you so we had to bring on the experts to chat about but let's chat about marathon weekend in general what is marathon weekend some people out there might wonder It is a weekend in January, this year, it's January 3rd through the 7th, where Disney hosts runners from around the world to come. It says, join Mickey Mouse and friends as you go the distance on your journey across every magical mile. Every course is full full of character and encouragement as you earn every mile in a weekend filled with four different races, two challenges, and inspiration around every turn. Of course, that, that is... Dreams do come true with Run Disney. A couple different events. They do have a Walt Disney World 5K, the Disney World 10K, the Half Marathon, the Full Marathon, and then, of course, the Goofy Race and Half Challenge and the Dopey Challenge. They also offer virtual races for those of you who have not registered already and maybe uh, not be able to make it down for that event. Uh, Look, Marathon Weekend started a long time ago. The premise of Marathon Weekend started back in 1994, Uh, When the original race was ran, uh, it was only 5,588 runners showed up. Fast forward to today, we have a little over 30,000 runners who will be coming to Central Florida to run on Marathon Weekend in one of the events that I just chatted about. But here is what I want to talk about. I want to get into, and John, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to get into how do you get involved with Marathon Weekend, and that is with the registration process. Now, John... Give us a little bit of background before we get into it about your background with Marathon Weekend because you have run what I believe is more races than anyone I know when we talk dopey and uh, all the combined races you've ran. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Because I even just that I, I I'm guaranteed five at least five half marathons a year with like a Rhode Island series I do up here, and then on top of that I, I don't know I. I see a race and I just sign up for it. So I do, I do run a lot. Um, but I start, when did this start? I started marathon weekend in 2020 was the first weekend I went because we had, we had gotten annual passes the summer before, cause we had a big family trip. And then 2020 was our 10 year anniversary. So we bought annual passes cause the trips are going to be in a year. And then I had been running for years with no, just for exercise, just to, I'd never run a race ever before. I would just run a couple miles every day. And then, uh, I, I guess I never realized they had races in Disney. So I had saw that and I said, Oh, well, this is an opportunity to get another, an extra little trip out of, uh, our annual passes. So I just started running a little more and trained for uh, a local race down here for my proof of time. And then I, I haven't looked back since and now it's just every year I have to go to marathon weekend. And how just, many how many dopies have you ran? Two. two? Just yeah. Okay. Two. Explain dopey for those people who don't know what dopey is. 
dopey. Well, you have to first you have to you know discover that you have something wrong with you and you, you enjoy, <laughs> a mental disorder. Yes. You, you have something wrong with you because you, you want to run uh you want to run four days in a row. You want to run a 5K, a 10K, a half, and a full in four days. And you, you have to wake up and they're all at 530 in the morning. So it's 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 uh, more of a – it's yes, it is fun, but it's more of a – just like a, uh, a challenge for yourself. It's something – I don't know. It's just uh, – I don't know the right way to say it. It's just you're, – you're, you're racing yourself and just figuring out or uh, not figuring out, but you're going on. A, it's like an endurance challenge. Just see if yeah. you can actually do something like this that, I mean, I never thought I'd run a more than 10 miles in my life in, in, in one single time. So it's, it's, it's just a, a, you're just challenging yourself and see if you can accomplish this huge goal. Well, let's talk about because, you know, like I said, you you register for Dopey and stuff like that. Anker, I'm coming to you. Uh, let's talk about registration because this for me was the first time I've ever done registration. This was, I think, the most stressful part of what is going to be Marathon Weekend for me, which, you know, we host the group down there. It's always so much fun. Uh, registration, I think, when Disney fans look at it, can be a little overwhelming. What tips and tricks can you give people when they're looking at registration to try to get their foot in the door and get signed up for the race that they want to do. Because here's what I've, here's what I've come to learn. And I, you know, tell me if I'm wrong is the shorter races sell out faster than the longer races. And, you know, when you look at someone like me or Mike, like we're going to sign up for a 5k or a 10k, you, you fools convinced me to do a half marathon. I don't even know how you did it. Uh, cause I don't know how to say no, you know, you're like, Hey, do a 24 hour marathon for, for base camp. Okay. I'll do it. You know? Um, I mean, yes, man. Kyle said, Kyle said something so beautifully. I asked him on the last day, it was a Saturday and, uh, down at the trip. And I said, Hey, you know, we can get a little wild on these trips. And I said, Hey, are you having a good time? And he said, yeah. And look, we can't talk about some stuff. Like some stuff stays in house, you know, with, with what's going on. And he said, yeah, we had one rule, and it was say yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, I love this guy. He's the best, you know what I mean? So I think that's kind of my mindset with Marathon Weekend. Um, Anker, if you're going to kind of chat with people who they've always wanted to be a part of Marathon Weekend, they want to sign up for these events, but they get on and the race is completely sold out or they can't do it, give me a little tips and tricks, kind of what's the best way to go about that registration day? Because I think it is the most stressful. Yeah, it's not easy. I mean, it's like signing up for any other extra event at Disney. There's always long lines, a huge queue for it. I mean, the first thing is to know what races you want to do. You know, assuming you've trained, you have an idea of what races you want to do. Um, there's When you go to the Run Disney website, you can set up your profile before you even register for the race. So you can set up your profile, some of your details, do some of those details beforehand so that you don't have to do it the day of. Um, for me, the easiest thing or the best thing's always been just having multiple platforms open so just like signing up for a dvc moonlight magic event or anything else i have my phone open to the website i have a computer open to the website i have my wife also will be doing it at the same time um one of the advantages is if you have one person in your group that can get onto the website before everybody else they can sign everybody else so if you set up a profile and then you link all the people that you know you want to run with, whether it's your family, friends, whoever, you can sign up multiple people 
all at the same time. So that way, as long as one person gets in ahead of everyone else, they can sign up two, three, four people. That being said, if you try to sign up too many people, you can get locked out because once you get in the queue, if you try to sign up 10 different people, put in your credit card information and the race gets sold out before you complete everything, you're kind of out of luck. So you have to limit how many people you sign up, know exactly how many races you want to do, have your credit card information sort of ready to go and just be ready to move through the website as fast as you can. Yeah, it's, um, you know, and another thing I want to talk about, because that's the that was uh, a huge bonus to having the running team. You know, I was inside the poly. Kyle, I'm coming to you next because the, the next bulk of things I really want to chat with you about. But I was inside the poly and uh, I was sitting in the lobby and it was marathon registration. It was about to open up. It, we were going to like, a, I think we we're going to Ohana breakfast. And I remember sitting there and waiting, 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 waiting. But we all were on a Zoom together. Um, and so we were able to all kind of be there. And then people would be like, hey, I've got you know, this number and it would be like the website, you know, we were able to share links and I was actually, actually able to get, I think it was Jessica Johnston had, had a, uh, a link and she posted it and I was able to grab that link and it put me at like really high in the queue. And I was able to get a spot, you know, where as before I was like a thousand people back, like I was really, really far off. And if you want that full or you want that half, those things go unbelievably quick. Kyle, what's your experience with, Disney uh, Marathon Weekend with the registration process because I think you guys had kind of just found the group and were just finding the podcast and stuff like that. I don't think you were online at that point um, with the Sorcerer's Running Team. Yeah, so I guess I didn't really find the group until my wife, Shan, actually kind of, she was listening for a few months and we were trying to get our Disney fix while we couldn't head down there with travel restrictions and that. So she basically one day said, hey, I've been listening to this group. I like these guys. And, uh, you know, kind of started listening in and got hooked on you guys. And then one of the first episodes that I actually listened start to finish to was your recap of Marathon Weekend. I believe it was 2021, I believe. And I was like, man, Disney podcast, these guys sound great they have a running team, like, hello, this couldn't get any better. <laughs> and so I went on, found the group, you know, went through the different posts, getting to know people's names and kind of where they're from and stuff was super cool. And then hearing your guys' experience with like Matt, John, Onker, hearing your experience with Marathon Weekend leading up to us, uh, me registering for 2023 Marathon Weekend, Onker, same idea where we, I had probably four windows open, Shan had six windows open and, you know, we just <laughs> hoped for the best because we just watched, you know, the 5k sellout and then the 10k sellout mm. and then the half sellout. And I was like, well, it looks like I'm doing the marathon anyways, because that's all that's left. <laughs> and in American funds, Dopey's just not in the cards this year. So <laughs> marathon it was. And and you're just seeing how positive and how uh, open people were to sharing their training experience and the excitement with as people got in, they would post and go, I got in, who else is in, who else is in? And seeing all of that was uh, was super cool too. Uh, well, one, I tell you what, it's especially us hanging out this past weekend or two weekends ago or whatever it was now. Dude, I can't wait for January. I, think I sent you a message. I'm like, man, I can't wait for January. Katie goes, I love Shan. 
I love her. And you know what I mean? And I'm like, I know they're the greatest. I was like, well, they got to live in Canada. They need to move south. Um, so we're excited for that. Uh, one day. Yeah. One day. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're all – we were kind of talking about down there. I think we're all going to end up in Florida at some point anyways. I think it's just that what it's going to – you know, in, uh, we're going to end up having like that community – you know, in Florida, where it's just like, oh, they're all just podcast friends that move south. That's not weird or cultish at all. You know, it is what it is. Um, I'm super excited about Marathon Weekend. I'm super excited to see everybody. Registration was stressful. Like for me, it was stressful. I because I wanted to be a part of it. Like I want, I wanted to do the 5K because I wanted to do it with Riley and Katie. You know, and the entire group, and I was excited about that. And so being able to have this community that was able to kind of walk me through the process of it and have multiple browsers open and be able to get that kind of stuff, I think really helps. And like I said, it wouldn't have been, if it hadn't been for Jessica there, I don't think I would have gotten the 5k. Like she, she shared her thing and it was fantastic. Uh, Kyle, I want to, I want to talk to you about the training aspect. And this is what I think we're going to spend the most time on guys, because this is where Mike and I, and I just want you to imagine you're talking to Mike and I. Because I think Mike and I represent a large portion of the DDP sorcerers. I think Mike and I both, we go to the gym, like we, you know what I mean, we're active people, but we've never ran long distance races before. And so, you know, while we were down there, Kyle, I was kind of picking your brain because I have a lot of questions about, you know, how to even get started, like how to start training, how to, what equipment do I need, stuff like that. So I'm going to lead you in with this. If I was to come to you now, let me actually let me preface with this. Kyle, give me a little background as to your running experience and what you do and why I am coming to you for expert expertise. Okay, yeah, thanks, Jeff. So, um, basically, my I, I grew up in a, an active household. My dad's been running in our like local running community for the last forty years at this point, and. Um, starting at a young age, getting into running and triathlons and that, I loved it. Through college, I went through kinesiology or basically like the beginnings of physical therapy. And through that, um, to try and get myself, you know, everyone works through college and that. And our local running store, it's called the Running Factory. I shopped there from the beginning, loved it. And as a kid, I was like, my goal is to work there one day because these people are so cool. I thought the running industry and just what they did for me as a young runner, I thought this is really, really cool. I hope to someday be able to help people in the capacity that they help me to do what I want to do comfortably and hit my goals and that kind of stuff. So more or less, I was working in a physio clinic and in time said, you know what? A lot of what I'm doing is more running based, talking about shoes, talking about training, talking about that kind of stuff. So I actually called my old boss and said, hey, if you'll have me back, I would be very, very thankful. And that was in 20, so 2013, 2014. And so I, I actually work for, I, I manage a local running store here. Uh, between mm-hmm. footwear and the half and full marathon programs, I help coach that along with uh, the beginner we call running 101. So my my experience in the running community has been uh, very, very close. Um, it's been something that's very near and dear to my heart. And honestly, the, the thing that I guess the, the two 
most the two things that I can point most people towards when they're starting out is basically just two things. One, know why you're doing this. Why you're doing this is important. It's what's going to keep you involved and what's going to keep your heart in it when it gets tough and when it gets hard. At no point am I going to tell you, yeah, running's easy. It gets easier as you do it. But at no point, especially when you're starting out, does it feel easy? And so knowing why you're doing this, whether it's the, the group that you're joining, the people around you, whether it's a health goal or a personal goal that you want to run for X amount of minutes or distance or whatever, what got you there, keep that in the back of your mind because that's what's going to keep you going. That's going to keep you motivated when other things are going on in your life. The other thing is consistency. The number one thing that your body needs is time to adapt and change with what you're asking it to do. So to go and start out 100% running seven days a week, like your body is not going to be able to hold up to that because it needs time to change and adapt. And you also need to listen to what your body's telling you in that case. So my recommendation is generally uh, starting by minutes walking and minutes running your body understands that um i'll talk in miles because <laughs> we're talking miles not kilometers. yeah we, we don't we don't understand those kilometers you guys use up there you know? so a mile can take anyone you know from four and a half minutes all the way to 16 minutes so that's a lot of time and stress on your body that it may not be ready for when you first start so starting out by minutes running and minutes walking your body understands time and that's how you can build up that consistency in your body's resilience to the running, like the, the re repetitiveness of walking and running in that case. Uh, the other thing is give yourself time to rest and recover in between. So especially starting out, your body needs that 24 to 48 hours to rest, heal, recover. And generally, starting it with two to three times a week is a good amount of consistency that your body can start to get into a rhythm, but it's not overloading and pushing you past what you're ready for. Yeah, I think that's that's because, you know, I I yeah, I am two feet in the deep end kind of person. I think Kyle learned that this past weekend when we were hanging out. Like I'm not a uh, when, when I, whenever I say I want to do something, I I dive in. You know, sometimes head first and sometimes in the shallow end. And I learned my lesson. Like it's it's not the not the best thing. Um, but uh, you know, I'll do that, Kyle. I'll go. Hey, I'm gonna run a half marathon. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start with ten miles and I'm gonna do it five days a week. And all of a sudden, my body just says. Uh, Justin, um, I don't know if you know this or not, but you can't do this. You're 40 now. And, uh, we're going to set you back with shin splints and all these other things that are going to happen. Um, and you know, I, the one thing I want to talk to you really quick, uh, Kyle, before I move on to Anker is equipment, because I talk to you a lot about this because I've had a lot of issues. Um, and like I said, I love this type of episode because this is the thing, like we can come in and we can talk about, you know, space mountain and we can talk about all this stuff. But a lot of people want to be a part of Marathon Weekend, and these are the things that are holding them back. And if we do this, then we can get them down at Disney. We can get them to be a part of this community, and I'm excited about it. And I was chatting with you about equipment because, you know, uh, you know, Kyle, I've not – I'll just say this. I have not spared – I've not gone cheap with my running shoes. Uh, you saw two pair that I have, and uh, neither one of them are working fantastically. Um, and so if you were going to point someone who's just getting started, would – you know, let's say – 
a good pair of running shoes is going to run you 120 to 150, 160 pair of do- you know 160 dollars. What would you recommend someone to go do? Because I do think that's important. Because for me, it's been a huge setback that I've bought two pair and I'm just uncomfortable in both. Yeah. So, and again, if you're, you're pushing yourself into a level of discomfort, so adding to that with what you're wearing, if it's not working with you, moving with you, it just adds to that negativity that you go, well, it's just not for me. You know, I, obviously I'm not meant to run. And unfortunately there's a lot of people that fall into that category where whether it's the shoes, the clothing, something about it, that's just not quite feeling or fitting right. And when it comes to footwear, especially, your feet matter. <laughs> Taking care of your feet really is a big deal when it comes to being on them for as long as you're going to be. And so the one thing that I would recommend is wherever you live, if you do have a shoe specialty or a running specialty store, please go see them. Basically, the training that they have for measuring your foot, because shoes come in different lengths, but they also come in different widths. They have different shapes. Some are more rounded, some are more square, some are more tapered that's gonna change how it actually reacts with your foot. Does it squish your toes so that you can't, uh, your feet can't splay or your toes can't spread when you hit the ground? Do you need something that fits a little more snug? Do you need a narrower width? Do you need a wider width? Because you do need that extra space that your foot expands when you hit the ground. Those types of things, length, width, and the shape of the platform, those can make a big difference. Just right off the bat, you feeling comfortable in what you're wearing. The other thing that can change is the type of shoe. So different shoes can have different reactions to the way that your foot moves. There are shoes that let your foot move naturally, normally, the way that it wants to. And there's others that help to correct or change your stride a little bit based on you maybe needing a little bit of help if you do have a more flexible or what the industry calls like an overpronation type of stride. Um, so depending what it is that your foot is doing, what your body is doing when you're moving, shoes can react differently based on where you're going to need that help, either letting your foot move naturally or helping to structurally guide and stabilize it in that case. A hundred percent. Great advice for people who are just getting started. And Mike and I are taking lots of notes because before you know it, uh, Mike, we're going to be running dopey, man, me and you. I mean, this thing's going to be, we're, we're, we're taking off. I mean, we're, we're going to do this another year or two, me and you dopey. We got this. As long as I get those good shoes that Kyle was talking about, I think I'll be good. I'm in there. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Mike's going to get the ones that have springs on them. <laughs> He's just going to be popping. You know what I mean? Like as he, as he goes around the thing, um, Anker, I want to, I want to come to you because you know, one of the things we see a lot is injuries that set people back. We see it with the Sorcerer's running team. We, you know, some, unfortunately those are posts that we see and, you know, being in the medical field, I think taking care of your body, you know, pre-run and, and kind of leading up to marathon weekend, uh, is super important. So if you were going to give some tips and tricks kind of, of things to do to kind of, you know, if you're coming up to a race or maybe you're in between races, maybe you're running the five and the 10 and then the full, what are some things that people can do to kind of stay healthy and make sure that they're ready for those races? So the first thing is what Kyle said is you really do have to be consistent and stay with the schedule. Um, the first race my wife and I ran was in 2018. We did when they still had the star Wars races, we did those races. So I did the, uh, the 10K and the half, the um, Star Wars challenge that they had. My wife did the 10K. So that was our first race we did. And I I was still a surgical resident at the time, so I was a little bit um, under training. I definitely didn't run as many 
runs as I should have. I tried to get in a few of my long runs, but I didn't do as many as I should have. And I injured myself about three weeks before the, the, I had to do the, the uh, half marathon. And I took two weeks off before the race. And then I did my last long run before it. And I felt pretty good during it. I was like, okay, I'll be fine. So I went down, um, I ran the 10 K with my wife and did the half, uh, the next day. And I woke up the day after the half and I literally leaned over to my wife and said, I I'm in trouble. You know, I was stiff. I was tight. My knees were swollen. I had, um, some compressions that I wore, uh, that day, but I had to walk around the parks. So I had my kids with me that day and we walked around the park and I was hobbling the whole day. It was, it was pretty bad. Um, my wife has had some shin splint injuries. You know, we've run quite a few races since 2018. Now we've run one or two races in Disney every year since then. She's suffered from some um, shin splints. She actually got an injury about uh, four months ago and has been doing physical therapy since then. It was just clear to start running again. Um, so she's been running. So the, the key is consistency. You have to be consistent. You have to run or walk multiple times during the week. Otherwise your body won't adjust. And even if you do that, you might still get an injury. And it's important to listen to your body. If it's hurting, if it doesn't feel right, stop. It's There's nothing wrong with stopping. There's no ego with it. You're only going to do yourself harm if you keep going when it doesn't feel good and figure out what's wrong. There's other ways of exercising. There's other ways of getting your cardio in so that you don't fall too behind your schedule. But you have to listen to your body and you have to be consistent and stick with the schedule otherwise yes you can get through the race the way i did but i felt really horrible the next day and i pretty much ruined our vacation after my first race do you recommend uh you know because i was talking a little bit to kyle about it um when we were down there and he he saw my ankles like my ankles swelled up like crazy after our our uh our night out i think kyle how many uh how many how many miles did we do for hhn that night Oh, so we had uh, about 33,000 steps between, I mean, when did we get in the park? 4 p.m. And yeah. then we were out till 2.30 by the time Three. we made it back to the resort. Yeah. So, yeah, in however many hours that is, we had 33,000 steps. And I actually started from the time we entered the park. So we, we had a lot of, so I think over the course of that week, it was something like 160,000 steps or something like that. It was, it was pretty wild. <laughs> I was showing you my ankles that night. I'm like, dude, look at this. I mean, they're just swollen like crazy. So Anker, like for someone like me who, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm about to start my training for the half marathon because I do use apps and we'll get into this, uh, pretty soon, you know, some different apps that maybe some people can use. Um, you know, when I have something like that, my ankle's swollen, my knees are swollen. You said take a break, but you know, is there anything else that you would say, Hey, go for a walk that day instead of running or, you know, like, uh, is it like get on an elliptical? Like, can you do something else? Because I don't want to fall back with my training. I want to continue to get better. I want to continue to be able to push towards marathon weekend. Would you give recommend that at all towards a new runner like me? Absolutely. I mean, cardio is cardio. Moving your body will help. If you can't run that day, going on an elliptical, going on a bike, it'll still help you in terms of putting some stress on your body and your body will adjust to that. And that's some of the beauty of a lot of the training schedules that are out there. They're made for beginning runners. You know, there's a lot of, um, there's a famous runner associated with almost all of the races at Disney, whose name I'm currently blanking on, but he created the Jeff schedule. Jeff Galloway, isn't it? 
Galloway, yes, perfect. Yeah. So he created a lot of his training schedules for beginner runners. You know, he advocates this run walk method where, you know, the entire race, you're going to run for a certain period of time and then walk for a certain period of time. And it's made for runners that don't have a lot of experience that aren't going to like John run seven to eight minute miles for a full marathon. You know, their whole goal is to finish the race as opposed to, you know, PRing it or running it at your top speed. So you don't have to run every single day for a certain amount of time at top speed. In fact, those most of the schedules advocate not doing that. You want to have a day where you're just walking for 20 minutes, just getting pounding the pavement, getting your feet used to that, but not doing it at top speed. In fact, and in, in the long runs on almost every running schedule you look at, they don't want you to run at your top speed. The long runs are just meant to be at a casual pace get your feet used to pounding the pavement for that period of time for that distance. And then the other shorter distances that you do during the week are actually where you run at your top speed, get used to running fast. And then you put the two together. If you're really trying to run a fast race, you put those two together and closer to the end. But if you're not, you're just trying to complete the race. As long as you can get the runs in, no matter what speed you're going at, as long as you get used to running fast enough so you don't get cut off, which John can probably talk a little bit about, balloon ladies getting cut off, things like that. As long as you get the miles in that you need, that's the key. Well, actually, I'm, I'm about to go to John because we're going to talk some time stuff. Uh, you, you, and Anker, it's like you got my notes in front of you, man. This is scary. Uh one, I think we should, Mike, I think we should make a scary movie, like a trailer, you know what I mean, for a scary movie that just is the balloon ladies, <laughs> you know what I mean? You just see like them coming through and us going, oh, you know, and they're coming with their balloons and stuff like that. Uh, John, I want to talk time um, because a couple different things. One, you are one of those people who, one, you're an inspiration. Like when I see your pace and I see your dedication to what you do um, with running, It's it really is remarkable. But for me, I also look at it and I go, where in the world does he find the time to do this, man? You work not only a full-time job, sometimes you work more than a full-time job. You have an awesome wife and two amazing boys you know, that are full-time into activities. You guys are out on the weekends doing family stuff. But yet somehow you make a time every single day and you've done it for an extended period of time. We're getting into that to make sure running is a part of your life. So let me start with this. Why is running so important to you and how do you find the time as a dad, a husband, a full time, you know, someone who works a full time job uh, to to make sure that that is important enough in your day that you carve out? 30 minutes, an hour, however long it is to get that run in? Well, I th- well, at this point, it's just from r- repetitive motion at this point. I've been running for 10 years, and I never ran a race until four years ago. So I, I have all of that, like, just I've, I- I- I've just ran for – Run for well, it was for exercise because we had kids and I gained weight like you do when your wife is pregnant. You gain weight, and then my body got used to walking whatever I I walk anywhere from eight to thirteen ish miles a day between whatever I'm route I'm doing at work. So my body just wakes up in the morning and all right, you're walking. You have to take. 
20,000 steps today and that's that's your baseline. So you, I started gaining weight. So I just ran to, for extra and I hated running. I absolutely hated running in school. I played soccer my whole life. I hated the beginning of high school soccer where, you know, you didn't, you're supposed to be playing soccer, but the first two days of soccer is you have double <laughs> sessions and you don't, you don't even see a soccer ball. You're just running. So I, that was my introduction to running. I hate it. But then after that initial, like it was only for health at that, when I started running just to try to maintain a healthier life with having kids, you want to maintain a healthier lifestyle. You want to drop some weight. And then, so I just, it was just go out, run a mile when that's good then run a mile and a half. Ah, ah, ah. So at that point, it was just my alone time after work. I get home from work. I could decompress and just go for whatever it was, 15, 20 minutes. And I could just put, I could just put a podcast on or something and just go out by myself and get away from all the aggravation I had at work. And then it turned into uh, one of my best friends, his wife um, had gotten cancer and then she passed away and he was him and his brother-in-law who were overweight decided to start dropping weight because he was going to be a single father with the kids. So then that in turn, like changed my mind to it. Like I got to maintain all this because I'm healthy. My wife's healthy. We have his kids. So we have to, I have to keep this health for my children as much as I, as I can. So it was, that was a very, like, that was a turning point for me in running where it was more of not like just, um, it, it, made it um easier in this in, in that sense of like i'm running for that's always in the back of my mind what i'm running for like just so i can be here still and then like i said before it turned into i can get an extra disney trip which turned into <laughs> the and then i ran that first race that i had to run for proof of time and i was just hoping to finish the race as anything it was my first race and then i got this way better time than I thought I'd. I wanted like a two hour finish. I'd be happy. And I ended up get, finishing like an hour 40 something. So it was like a huge motivator. And then from there, it's just like, I just, I don't feel like my day is complete if I don't go for a run. Uh, so it's, I've just, just made it part of my life. You, you and I, we were in Disneyland on the DDP Disneyland trip. And uh, I was super proud of you because you, how many days consecutively have you ran now? Oh, I've taken a break since then. Oh, but it was, you did? You broke it. Yeah. You didn't break it in Disneyland. It, I thought no, no, it was like I think I was in the forties. And All then right. when we came it always happens when I come back from vacation. Just <laughs> stuff. I just I was so, so proud of you, off. man. I was so proud of you because I was like, here we are on vacation. And here Mike and I are sitting by the pool getting drinks from Trader Sam's, you know, doing our thing. And here John's out doing a run around uh Anaheim. Like what a what a baller. Just this guy's crushing life. Well, I had to take advantage of because it was so humid here. And when we went out there, the, the humidity was gone. I'm like, I gotta just I gotta get as many runs as I can and not, and not humid in the summer. Uh I, I absolutely love it. Let me let me uh go ahead and plug the DDP today sorcerers running team because Look, there is something that you guys are doing, and I think it's one of the coolest things. And huge kudos to you all because you're absolutely this is gonna this is gonna help so many people. 
once or twice a month, especially leading closer to Marathon Weekend, there's going to be live events that are going to be on the DDP Sorcerers. So you're going to have Anker, John, Kyle, and you're going to have Matt over there, Matt Zurich over there joining them. And they're going to be here to do this episode, but live. So you're going to be able to get on and you're going to be able to chat with these guys, get their expertise in you know, talking about pre-race stuff, talking about if you have, you know, you're having some issues with your your run, talking about your equipment, talking about talking about how you can be successful, not only if you're running a marathon or a half marathon or a 10K or 5K. Uh, also, if you're just taking that first step off the couch, if you're just making it that this is your one moment that you're saying, you know what, enough's enough. I want to get healthy and I'm going to do it with this team. I'm going to do it with this family. And so those guys are going to be over there and those will be announced and they'll get on there. You'll be able to get on these events with them and talk with them firsthand, person to person and get their expertise because listen, they are the experts. These are the people who drive that page and who are there to help you no matter where you are in your goal. No matter if you've never taken a step before, but you want to, you know, you want to get to a 5K or a 10K, they're there to help you. And I'm so excited that you guys are doing that. And I can't thank you all enough for the community you guys are building over there with the DDP Sorcerers. Um, let's get to some fun stuff, though. Let's talk about Marathon Weekend itself. Uh, you know, Anker, I have a personal question. See, just just uh, as we were just chatting, I want to talk a little bit about. Uh, the pre-event. Um, we're going to get some merch. We're going to get stuff like that. I have an issue coming up. So I'm running the 5K. I'm also running the half marathon. Riley is running the 5K. Katie's running the 5K. We're doing it as a team. I think there's like maybe like 30 of us, something like that, that are all going to do it. I'm going to dress as Cruella DeVille. People are going to wear their uh, Dalmatian spots. I'm going to chase them. Kyle's going to bring us beers. It's going to be fantastic. Uh but I can't get down there till about 6 p.m. that evening. Run me through the process of picking up um, your race bibs because I know that's thing. I know it's open till 8 p.m. that night. But if someone's coming down, it's their first time ever down to Marathon Weekend, what should they look into and forward to for their kind of first day down there before they ever run a race? So there's a couple of different approaches. If you're really into merchandise, uh, the way – Marathon weekend and a lot of the other race weekends have been doing it is there's a virtual queue for merchandise that opens before some of the other lines and other, other process of uh, race weekend opens in terms of getting your bib and whatnot. So if you really want to get merchandise, you have to get onto um, the virtual queue, get a spot for the virtual queue, and then you'll see where you can get into the big part of the expo to get your merchandise. So that's sort of first, figure out is merchandise important to you or not? The second part is getting your bib. Um, getting your bib before the race is important because for most people, they the races at Disney especially, they are very early in the morning. Um, the buses start as early as about 2.45 before the race. And you have to decide, are you the kind of person that wants to get on the very first bus, get to the race so that you have a little bit of peace of mind, get there early, you have a chance to explore, or do you want to take one of the later buses, you get to sleep in a little bit more, Or, but the downside of that is you might not get as much time to explore, there are stories of buses getting lost, and that can become a problem if you don't get to the race in time. So my... Whoa, 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 whoa,
How does this happen on Disney World? The buses property? are not run by Disney. They usually hire an outside company to do all the busing. So there are people who have been on buses and the buses have gone lost because of the way the road closures happen with the races and the buses get lost on their way to the starting line. So my recommendation, as miserable as it is, um, first for the bibs is you always want to get there early the day before your first race. Some people even have a cake in there two days before. So, for example, you're doing the 5K, and the 5K will almost always start on a um, Thursday. So 5K is on a Thursday. Um, the 10K is on a uh, Friday. The half is on a Saturday, and the marathon is on a Sunday. If your first race is on a Thursday, most people will say you should get there Tuesday at some point so that you can get there early Wednesday to the expo, which is at the ESPN zone, get there in time for your to get your bib and to get into the virtual queue to get merchandise. We usually don't do that. Uh, we usually almost always fly down the day before our first race. We've been doing this long enough that we can sort of get away with that. Um, and merchandise isn't quite as important to us. We know enough people that they can get us merchandise if we need it. But really, if your flight gets missed and you can't get down there that day, you can pick up your bib the day of the race. It's harder to do that. It can be pretty nerve wracking to do that. But my sister who came with us to the last weekend, her flight got canceled. She didn't come in until late the night before her race, nine or 10 o'clock expos already closed. She was able to get her bib the day of the race that morning off. But to, for peace of mind, I would recommend if it's your first race, fly down there two days before your race. Doesn't matter what time, if it's late, no problem. Fly down there two days before your race. And then the next day you'll be able to at your ease, get a virtual queue, go get merchandise, go get your bib. You'll have time to relax that day before the first race do rest. You are going to be running a race. If you're not used to it, it's going to be a lot. Don't go to the parks. Don't spend a lot of time on your feet. Just go get your bib, wander around a little bit, relax. If you've run a lot, then it's fine. It's not a big deal. But if it's your first race, I would say relax the day before the race and then get ready to wake up early. Talk to us. We can tell you where you are, what time the buses are going to come. Pick up the first bus as you can. Again, it's your first race at Disney. Get the first bus. Just get to the race. And then, yes, it's uh, we can talk about that later or in another podcast, but you're going to be there two and a half hours before the race. You're just going to be sitting there wondering why you're there so early. But honestly, it's the easiest way to get to the race and have some peace of mind. Uh, can I tell you why I can't get down there till 6 p.m. on Wednesday to get my bib? Why is that? Well, I, I and the reason I'm doing this is I want to see John smile. Okay, go ahead, John. Un unmute yourself. I want to see. I want. I want to get your. So I was leaving on Saturday after the half marathon, or I'm sorry, sorry, Sunday morning. Uh, I was going to be there to cheer on marathon and have our meetup, and then I was going to leave to to head back home. I was told by the Castanos that this was unacceptable in the fact that I have to be there because John and I have started a yearly tradition where over my shoulder back there is my medal uh, that I ordered where we do our our one mile challenge around Epcot and Anker have you ordered your medal yet I have it and it's upstairs I am ready to go okay so Anker's got his Kyle have you ordered your medal yet no I didn't notice anything so I guess I know what this is I'm pretty sure it has something to do with world showcase but uh 
I think Sarah was texting with Shannon yesterday. I think she told well, her I'm about behind it. the eight ball here. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if you guys, if they would be sent to Canada, if they, I don't know if it was just the United States thing. So I told her just send it to our house and we'll bring it down. Perfect. Right so but, maybe so, it's a way. surprise and I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, I know most oh, okay. stuff doesn't, they don't ship to Canada. So thank you guys. <laughs> so here we, yeah, you can ship to either of our houses. We'll bring it down. So here, uh, here is the metal and it, it these come off and I, of course this is an audio podcast. So video is always great. Um, and it has all the countries in world showcase and you can turn them around. Uh, well, last year, John had his medal. And of course, I didn't run, so I, I didn't deserve a medal. But we went around, and we had our drinks in Epcot, and it was fantastic. And this year, I told John, I said, listen, we're bringing Riley, and uh, I will have already pulled her from school nine days this year. And I can't pull her another day because the truancy officers, they love me here. We're, we're good friends. You know what I mean? We do our thing. But uh, after speaking with the wife, we've decided that we were going to pull her on Wednesday. Instead, we're going to let her go half day because she only has to go to 1120 to not have a full day missed. We will pull her to 1120, get on the road, be down in Orlando by 530, over at the expo by 6, and be able to pick up the bibs. And now we will be staying at Marathon Weekend until Monday to where we can have our Sunday to go have a blast uh, around Epcot. So, John, does that make you happy? It does. And I, as as I was being selfish about it too, I was thinking of everybody who was running the marathon. It, you know, we all want to have a celebra- celebratory drink afterwards. So if you left like right after, it wouldn't be fair. Like Kyle's just running the marathon. So it wouldn't be fair. You know, you got to have a drink with Kyle right, at the end exactly. of it. Exactly. And what, Riley, Riley can drive was, you guys was, home, right? Yeah, I mean, a nine days. What's ten days? It's already nine days. What's one more day? Well, it's not me. It's Katie. I don't care. I'll pull her thirty days. I could care less. All <laughs> right, kids doing great. Uh, let's move into. You kind of talked about day of. Let's talk day after really quick before we uh, start to close this thing up. Uh, you know, Anker. One of the things about day after is got to be that you are unbelievably sore. Now, for someone like me. Did I mess myself up where I'm going to run a 5K? Now, I've ran 5Ks before, quite a few of them. Uh, but then I have a day off, and then I'm running the half marathon. So, like, if, if you're going to tell people, hey, if you're going to run multiple races, or even if you're running a race for the first time, what's something they can do? Because you do want to be out in the parks. You're already walking a ton on a Walt Disney World vacation. What's something that they can do to uh, kind of minimize the damage? A lot of it, I think, is going to depend on how good you were with your schedule. Um, Joe's talked about this before on other podcasts, that if you're running multiple races, you kind of have to think about it like a business trip, like a conference you're going to. If you have one race you're doing, like the 5K, and then you're taking a day off, if you've run a ton, if you've done a lot of half marathons, you could probably go to the parks that day and be fine. But as my experience on my first race showed, I ran – I I went to the park the day before. I did a lot of steps. I did the 10K with my wife, and then I went to the park, and we did a lot of steps, and then did the half marathon, and I felt miserable the next day. I just did Dopey last year, and I actually didn't feel bad. You know, I ran it with a lot of people. I didn't run it at my fastest pace, and I didn't feel that sore, and I think it's because I'm used to it now. So if you've run a lot of races, you're used to it, you'll probably be fine. If you haven't, take that day off in between the races it might be miserable, but you know, if Joe has proven anything, you can have a resort day, you can have a pool day, and you'll have a great time. Take that day off in between, go to to the parks a little bit if you need to, but take the rest of the day off if you need to. Go in the morning, take the you know evening off. That's what I did during the dopey. I went with my family after each race in the morning. I would go for 
a couple of hours, but then I went back and I just either sat by the pool or I sat in my room and just watched TV. And yeah, they're having fun. It's a little weird to be sitting in your room when you're at Disney, but you have to kind of focus on what your goal is. If your goal is to get through the race and you might be miserable, but you want to make the most of your vacation, then fine. But if your goal is to get through the race, but also not feel horrible and the day after the race, be able to go to the park some, be able to walk around and not be completely sore, that should be the goal. Most people are going to have fun after the race. Once the races are over, that's when you drink. That's when you, you know, have some fun with your family. Don't make yourself miserable afterwards because you spend too much time in the parks beforehand and you didn't take some of that time off. Yeah, you guys nailed it. I can't thank you guys enough because this is so helpful for people like me, for people like Mike, for people who want to be, we want to be Disney runners because I've heard that it's absolutely infectious. Like once you won run one race, you're going to, you're going to run a ton. I'm excited. I'm running to this marathon weekend. So you know what they're going to call me a clinker because I'm wearing those bad boys up and down everywhere around Disney. I don't care. It's going to be the middle of the night. I'm going to get up to pee and Katie's going to be like, what is that? I'm like, clink, 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 clink. I'm like, don't worry about it. All right. I earned these and that's why I'm here. So can't this has been absolutely awesome we're gonna do another one of these as we get closer but not only that the ddp sorcerers running team that page over there if you've not joined i don't know what you're doing go over and join that right now there's a link right below click that link become a member over there no matter if you've run marathons or if this is your first step you've been wanting to take you've been waiting for that moment to be inspired right now is that moment we are cheering you on it's complete positivity we want the best for you and we're here to help you and uh, I'm so, so excited about the future of the running team. Last year, we had 14 runners. This year, we're over 50 uh, supporting the running team. So super excited for that. And not only that, we're running for a purpose this year. When we're talking about Basecamp, you can head over to Basecamp.org backslash DDP4BC. That's number four. Basecamp.org backslash DDP4BC. Raising a ton of money. If you're a runner, create a team over there. We are going to raise a ton of money for these kids that are battling cancer, and we are going to take just a little bit of stress off them and let them know, hey, you're not fighting alone. We're here for you as well. So super excited for that. Very cool. You know, I did learn a lot listening to these guys talk about some of their running techniques, how to get started, different equipment. Um, there's one thing that I do know about the races that um, we didn't mention in the podcast today. When you're out, whether it's the 5K, the 10K, whether you're doing the dopey, um, while you're doing these races, they have some really cool meet and greets while you're out on them. There's some characters you can stop and take pictures with. And, um, you know, if you happen to be doing one of these marathons, go out there and take a picture with one of those amazing characters that we love to take pictures with and post them on our DDP Facebook page, our DDP running page page any of our local pages we have so much fun looking at those pictures we have some great pictures out there and it brings me to my favorite thing every week and that would be picks of the week it's time for us to get our picks of the week all right, guys, you know I love the uh, picks of the week every week, and we got some great guests this week to do some picks. Uh, it's been a while since we've had some guests on to do some picks. So, uh, John, Castano, why don't you give me your pick of the week? My pick is from the running page, um, and it was, it's from Seth Dawson, who, if you're on the running page, we, you've, we've been following his at, at getting back into running and his whole leading up to his first 10K that he ran this past weekend, which he said he didn't reach his main goal, his, his A goal, but he got his B goal. And now he's got four weeks off, and he's running a half. So he uh, completed his first 10K. We've been following this whole journey. So that that is my pick of the week. Very cool. Great pick. Kyle, what's your pick of the week? 
So my pick is going out to Lindsay Nicole. It says 30 days into the school year and this teacher needed some Disney time. Uh, she's a Central Florida teacher, went to the Passholder merch event and then to 50s prime time for the first time. She said the gluten-free fried chicken is a must if you have celiac. So some really cool pictures from Galaxy's Edge and a little bit of foodie going on. Very cool. Great pick. Ankar, what's your pick of the week? This might be a little bit cheating because John's on the podcast this week, but I really like Sarah's picks. Um, you know, it combines running along with Disney, you know, and, and in our hometown. She's in Salem. There's pictures of uh, areas that look like, you know, they're coming from the Haunted Mansion and it's on the same day as a race weekend. Um, you know, it's it's very cool to be able to find Disney locally and in areas that you can incorporate into your life, you know, which is the whole, what I think this whole podcast is about, finding Disney in your life, not just in Florida, but everywhere. So, uh, Sarah, you got my pick of the week. Very cool. Great pick. Justin, what's your pick of the week? Yeah, my pick's going to the great Brandon Bignall. Uh, he said, made it to Boardwalk with Lobby Mimosas to start over on the Disney Drinks with the DDP page. Uh, go over and follow that page. That's an awesome, fun page to follow. And, uh, man, Brandon, I hope you're having an amazing trip down. And what a way to start a day. It's the way I started my Saturday, brother. Uh, football Saturday, first Saturday I'd had here at home. So uh, cheers to you. And I hope it's been an awesome, awesome trip. Very cool. Great picks. Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Courtney Belladue. And she just finished up wrapping up a Disneyland trip. And we got to follow along with her. She posted some great pictures. Um, man, I miss Disneyland. It was so great being out there. Um, I'm, she's got great pictures. It's almost that time she's saying the emotional time when the kids are starting to get a little bit older. I've went through that transition. I completely get it. I know where she's coming from. But it looks like they had an amazing time. And Courtney, you have my pick of the week. Absolutely love it. Uh, guys, I can't thank you all enough. John, Kyle, Anker, for being here. Such an amazing time talking about running for a purpose, talking about Marathon Weekend, really diving into the nitty-gritty of what people can do to become a part of the Disney running community because I think that's what holding it's holding a lot of people back. And uh, that's these more episodes like this are really needed. You know, the, the Disney podcasting community has a lot of shows out there that are the fun stuff. They're you know taking pictures with characters and doing all that kind of stuff. But this is really getting into how you can become a part of it because I think it is intimidating. I think it's overwhelming for a lot of people. And if we break it down and we provide people with the resources to where they can come to us, they can come to the DDP Today Sorcerer's Running Team over on Facebook and they can ask those questions and not be intimidated about it. That's what we're here for. And we're here to help you reach those goals and we're excited about that. And I do have to say this. I, I you know, every year... Uh, the past past couple of years, we, we've done a charity thing. And, and for me, this is the most important thing we do throughout the year. It's not even close. The fact that we found Basecamp and that we've gotten to know the people at Basecamp and we've been there and we've played with the kids and we've talked to the families and we've, you know, it's, it's, it's so important. And come January, they're going to be there. They're going to be at the meetup. You're going to be able to meet these kids. You're going to be able to meet the families that you're impacting with your donations, with your time. And I think that's I think that's really key and that's really crucial to to the relationship that we have with this amazing charity is the fact that we can take something that we love. We can take something that we want to be a part of when we talk about Marathon Weekend and we talk about the DDP Sorcerers and we can use that platform to do something really great. And we can use that platform to try to impact a life that has been through more than what most people should ever have to at a young age. These kids are fighting something that they should never have to fight. And the fact that we can come together as a family and we might be able to just for a moment give them the finances, give them the ability to take a breath, to take a, take a second and just be a kid and just be a parent and have that moment is so important. 
And that's what we're coming together to do. So click the link below, basecamp.org backslash DDP4BC. Set up your team. Donate today because that's the most important thing we will do over these next three months. It's not the training. It's not the getting together. It's not the, the character photos. It's not the races. It's not the drinks after. It's not all that. The most important thing we will do as a family is raise money for base camp and raise money for these kids. 100% of the money you raise will go to this charity. If you have any questions about it, of course, reach out to me, disneyadjustin at gmail.com, and I will be happy to, uh, to get you in contact with base camp, or I will be happy to point you in the right direction as far as where the money goes, because that's the cool part about base camp is the fact that you can see it firsthand. Go over and give them a follow on Facebook, actually. That's, that's, I think that's probably the best thing you can do. If you really want to learn more about it, follow them on Facebook and go watch some of their videos. I will tell you this, get your tissues ready. Um, I've shed many a tears because I've got to meet some of the kids in those videos. And a lot of times we take a step back and we go, hey, that's just a kid in a video. But when you meet them and you hang out with them and you get to give them a hug and you get to give them a high five and you get to, you know, they paint your nails and they, they do all these amazing things and they're just, they're just a kid. Uh, and they have, a, they have a big battle in front of them for not just the first, but maybe the second or third time, you, you start to learn the importance of what we're doing. So I'm super excited about this. I'm super excited about our partnership with Basecamp. I can't thank Kyle, John, Anker, Matt. I can't thank you guys enough for the dedication. Look, these guys don't make money. You know what I mean? These guys are doing it because out of their heart, they want to you know, be able to provide you with the best information possible for you to reach your goals. And that is really shows the type of people you are, the character that you have as a human being. And I can't thank you guys enough. So with all of that said, let me go around the table and we'll get final words as we close this up. Because over on the Patreon side, we're going to have some fun. Mike's going to take the show over. He's got some questions for you guys. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun over there. Before we do that, let's close this thing up. I am coming to you first, Kyle. Thanks for having uh, me on here, guys. It's uh, a privilege, and it's it's a lot of fun getting to know everybody and being able to chat. And again, we're here because we want this to be a good experience. Run Disney weekend. The first, like last year, was my first one, and I'm hooked. Being able to meet up with you guys, it's been such a cool journey, and we just want to, you know, give everyone the opportunity to have a, a good experience with this. Um, I don't know what else to say besides thank you, guys. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. Uh, John, coming to you. Uh, closing words. Hey, if you've not done it right now, go over and check out the newest uh, podcast on YDF Media, and that is the great hometown kingdom over there. John and Sarah are doing an incredible job, so make sure to click that link below and check out Hometown Kingdom. John? Yes, uh, thank you for having me on tonight, and thank you for embracing us into the YDF uh, family more so that um with that and uh yeah like kyle said it's just being a part of this and seeing everybody training and posting their stuff and then we get to have this we still have to run the races but we get to have this big meetup and celebration all together in a place that we all love to be is just it's i mean last year was one of my best disney trips i've ever been on for marathon weekend so it was just and then the fact that we take that picture with the big, huge check and how much mm -hmm. like we've raised and done something for a charity is it's just it's it's worth all all, all those miles and everything we're in. So looking forward to uh, what are we three months away? Yeah, absolutely love it. Uh, Anker. I mean, 
this whole weekend is going to be amazing. Anything we can do to get people to join in, um, we will do whatever we can. I, my wife and I are not hardcore runners. John and Kyle, they've been running for a long time. I promise you, you could have never run before, and we can make you a successful runner. My wife and I started running in 2018 just to get in shape after we had our kids, and my wife just completed her first marathon. She will tell you herself she's not an active person. She's never been an athlete. And she just wanted to run in Disney. And she went in from 2018 to 2023 from going to do her first 10K to doing her first marathon. It is possible, no matter how little, how much you run. It was a struggle. It was a hard race. But I promise we can get you there. And do not be intimidated. Reach out to us. You can be doing nothing in terms of running, and we can make you finish your first race, I promise you. But even more important than that, you know, being able to help out with base camp is truly incredible. You know, everyone who's has been in a family that's experienced cancer, you know, they'll, they'll tell you the famous expression is always screw cancer. You know, cancer is one of those things that nobody wants to deal with. And when it's, you know, a kid, it's just doubly that hard. It's, it's, it sucks. It's horrible. Anything that we can do to help out these kids is more, you know, more than we could possibly do by ourselves as a big group. We can do a lot. Um, my place employment has already pledged $500 to, to this. So anything that you can do, whether it's a dollar, ten dollars, five dollars, doesn't matter. Send the link to somebody else. Find ten thousand. Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> find a small company that can help. Um, you know, it's great to hang out, but if we can, if we can really match or surpass what we did last year, that would be the biggest accomplishment of all. Hundred uh, percent, Mike. We've been we're very lucky to have these guys in our lives because, you know, uh, we have these side groups from this show that have uh, kind of sprung up and they've, they've done it. You know, we, we didn't force it, you know, they just kind of happened and it's been amazing to watch. Um, and you know, they've taken charge and, and, you know, Matt is incredible. Matt wasn't able to be here today because he, uh, was there to watch his Broncos get beat by a thousand points, uh, (laughs) last night. Um, so he was flying home, but you know, we talk about, you know, John and Kyle and Auger and Matt, you know, it's the work that they've put in is really special. And I think, we're, we're, I don't think I, we're definitely going to see that payoff in the long run, not only with the raising money for charity, but also with the amount of lives that you'll impact that you may never even know about guys because they don't reach out on social media, but just this episode or, you know, your social media post or, you know, your stories, you'll impact a lot of people that, that it really is something that's really, really special. Mike, uh, I love having these type of shows. This is this is something you don't hear a lot on Disney podcasts, and uh, I think it's important. Yeah, you know, uh, they always say that you try and judge a man or a character by the company that he keeps, and you know, we keep some very good company. You know, we have some amazing family members. You know, well, I like to refer to them as because you know they really are. Um, they everybody's really stepped up. It's great to see. You know, just the the three of us who started this podcast a couple of years ago were able to accomplish something. Um, I mean, listen, that you know, it, it's great to be able to do this and help out kids. And you know, I mean, it's it's great doing a podcast. It's great having fun. It's great doing all those other wonderful things we do. But when you get to impact somebody's life even for just a small amount of time to me that's you know a, a legacy if the show ended tomorrow something that I would want to say I was so happy that this was able to you know to help somebody out so um, you know thank you so much to those guys all the effort that they put into all of the work that they do and I'm glad that we give you guys the platform to be able to do this um, and I you know I continue to help do this and you know for all my friends and family that listen to the show please you know donate to this, this is something that I'm very passionate about and um, I'm looking forward to crushing last year's uh, you know last year's goal 
Let's go. DDP family, we love you so much. You built a community. Continue to keep the positivity. Continue to pass that positivity forward. Make someone smile. Make someone's day. Smile yourself. Be positive. Be the best version of yourself. We love you very, very much. And until next time, we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. Good night. Cheers. Have a good night, eh? On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder... All right, all three of y'all give me in. That's a wrap. Ready? One, two, three. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap. That was horrible. We're gonna do this again. <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. And that's and a wrap. That's a wrap. A wrap. Kyle, right, we're gonna go slow. Kyle, you dictate the pace. Ready, set, and that's a wrap. That's a wrap. No, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Her- and pets. that's a wrap. Ready? One, two, three. And, and that's a wrap. That's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.